As demand for natural foods grows, many areas of industry are beginning to look towards botanicals as an alternative, natural source of ingredients. But how can we identify the plants that may contain interesting compounds, and how do we go about sourcing them properly? This is Nathan Gray reporting for Food Navigator and Nutri Ingredients. I'm joined today by Professor Monique Simmons from the Royal Botanical Gardens at Kew to talk through some of the issues surrounding sourcing botanical ingredients. Professor Simmons heads up a research group at Kew investigating the potential uses of plants in foods, medicines and in healthcare. So how can industry begin to identify plants and botanical compounds that could be used to develop new or improved ingredients? There's, there's a few ways, but I think two key areas. One is to look at what we've bred out of um, some of our um, commercially available crops, and that's to go to wild relatives of crops and do some comparison. Often it's the secondary metabolites that you're looking at. These are the compounds that we're often interested in because of their um, functionality as nutraceuticals, etc. But they're often bitter compounds. Um, they could be uh, amino acids or they could be phenolics, etc., that are known to have health-giving properties. In the plant, um, they, they have a function. Um, it could be to um, prevent water loss, opening and closing of the um, stomata involved in um, gas exchange in a plant, or it could be because they deter um, insects, other herbivores that eat, eat plants, or possibly bacteria. So by looking at nature to see what we've lost, we can actually, using modern techniques, put those things back into plants. That's one area. The other area is the wild foods um, that many communities rely on, on their, for their food plants to study those plants and to see really their, their, their health-giving potential. When you think about the number of possible plant food sources, one of the facts that continually shocks me is the very small and select number of crops that's being currently utilised in mainstream food production. There's about uh, 12 species that are kind of the stables, your, your, your rice, your potatoes, your maize, etc. Um, and then there's, a, there's, I should think, over 34,000 different species that are termed um, food plants. They've got some traditional use as food. Uh, and one of the key issues that we're, we're facing as a, as a planet is a decrease in land available for growing plants because of increase in population and demands for that land, not only for food, but for housing populations and also things like biofuel. So if we are going to maximise the health-giving properties of diversity of plants, we need to assist, identify those with that potential, um, and so that we can put conservation strategies in place to save the plants. Um, and to do that, we really actually need to save the habitats that those plants grow in. And how can we help to protect this biodiversity? Well, one, I think one of the um, challenges that faces uh, industry, in whatever form it is, that is um, going to invest in plant-based extracts, is the supply chain. They need to have a sustainable supply of material if they really are going to develop this into a, a crop that could be used as either food or a pharmaceutical um, and, and, and therefore having something that is possibly exotic, exotic with a limited range is going to be very, very difficult to get that to market. So one of the key issues that we're addressing with um, companies is the supply chain. How can you get 
at one stage local communities to be growing that plant. What are the challenges from getting it from wild harvested into cultivation? Once you've addressed some of those issues and then selected plants that have the chemistry associated with their um, potential health-giving properties, then you can really assist with uh, um, identifying a potential that has commercial viability. So, finding the right compound from a botanical source, though challenging, is only half of the problem. Then comes the really tricky issue of creating a reliable and sustainable supply chain to be able to use the ingredient. My thanks to Professor Simmons for joining me. This is Nathan Gray reporting for Food Navigator and Nutri-Ingredients.